Warning, what you are about to hear is born of long years of deep friendship, shared experience, brutal honesty, and the reconciling grace of Jesus Christ. Please, do not walk up to the first black or white person you know and start this sort of banter. It will not end well. That's the thing, right? And I guess that's the source of my aversion to white society right now, right? Mm -hmm. Is it's because, not because I have any disdain for white folks, it is because white folks are proving to be unrepentant. Mm. And that's dangerous. Mm. That means that anything is possible. And white folks will find some way to reconcile whatever heinous behavior because they are unrepentant. Mm-hmm. It's like, I hear Eddie Glaude when he's talking about, you know, James Baldwin's hope for America and trying to, and, and, and that you have to name it, right? Like James Baldwin was named this evil so we can get past it, so we can move beyond it. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. The trouble that I have with that is James Baldwin named it for us decades ago. And white folks listened, white folks applauded, white folks said he was brilliant, and white Harvard, folks still yeah. didn't change a damn thing. Oxford Cambridge debates, right? I mean, yeah. And white folks still still somehow can't get it. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a question of, you know, I'm looking at Jacob again, right? Mm-hmm. Jacob and his sojourn. And his sojourn of faithfulness, his efforts to live faithful. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, what's the lesson here? What are we learning from Jacob? Jacob had to flee a a brother with murderous intent. Because nobody wanted to stop his brother from killing him. That's the crazy thing. Like Isaac, for some reason, Isaac couldn't stop Esau from wanting to kill Jacob. The best solution was that Jacob leave because your brother's going to kill you. Mm. That was the best solution. That's what his mama came up with. Like the mother of both of them was like, you know what? I think you should leave because your brother will all kill you. Right. We can't, just, we can't just straighten out this whole blessing thing. Like we couldn't, you know, we couldn't, <laughs> couldn't divide the inheritance a little bit differently or like hey, I'll, even I'll give it all back. Right. I'll make, I'll make restitution. Somehow. There was no solution except leave because your brother going to kill you. But okay. I, I can dig that. Mm-hmm. Our white brothers and sisters want to kill us. It's time to get out of here. Because clearly there ain't shit that can stop it. Even the best liberal minds in, in white America can't figure out how to end the murderous intent of whiteness towards black people. Jacob had to leave. Jacob left. It, life didn't go easy. Jacob had all kinds of shit he had to experience. It wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until Jacob was able to have his own. He had his own. Then he went back to go visit, to to go make peace with his brother. You know, I I, I know there's there's cultural, there's cultural context that I'm missing about the whole, like, you know, I already gave the blessing and I can't, I can only give the blessing once. And now, you know, you sold your inheritance or now it's his inheritance and all of that. And, and yet if, if we take if we if we just hold that cultural context a little bit lightly and and look at at some of the other parallels to our own day right like 
this murderous intent because somehow Jacob had challenged Esau's identity, right? Had 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 Esau thought that Jacob had had stolen from him or had had made it so that he wasn't going to get what was his, right? Like, it, I don't know, it just, it, it has these echoes of that same kind of fear and and twisted logic almost of whiteness. Oh yeah, it is. It's 100% the same. Yeah, it's 100% the same. I mean, it, when I say it's 100% the same, it is 100% the same in this respect that Esau didn't give a damn about his birthright. Esau lived the life of material excess. Esau only wanted to prosper in this life. Esau was a conqueror. Esau killed game. Esau was Donald Trump Jr. In a, on an African safari. Only worried about Esau wanted to dominate for domination's sake. Hence why he sold his birthright. Why? Because he was lazy. He had no concern for the things of that would sustain his life. He wanted to eat. Here and now. But he didn't give a shit that, like, like, what do I care about a birthright, J Jacob? I'm hungry. I'm gluttonous. I don't care about these things. Now, when it came time to dole out the blessing and he wanted some of his, he wanted his father's inheritance. He wanted all that stuff his father had amassed. He wanted all that power and prestige that his father had amassed. Mm -hmm. Now it matters but it only mattered because of the material blessings that he would get. Look, Jacob got the blessing and left penniless. The only thing Jacob had was a staff. So of what earthly value was that blessing? His father's blessing had no earthly value because he got the blessing from his father and then was forced to flee. What kind of blessing is that where I, I got to flee? The very next thing that happens is I got to flee. Pack up that blessing and, and hightail it. Your blessing has no power, dad, because you're the one who blessed me and you can't stop your son from killing me and making your blessing ineffective. And he left penniless with just a staff so penniless that he laid down on a rock to go to sleep. Because the blessing wasn't about this life. The blessing wasn't about mm -hmm. material gain in this life. Did material gain come to, jo to Jacob? Yeah. But it came through a lot of hardship. It ain't just pour out. It ain't like the heavens just opened and a bunch of cattle landed in Jacob's lap. Well, the heavens did open. It just wasn't cattle, right? It was angels, you know, right. the son of man descending and ascending. Right. Uh, to show him what's the real purpose of this blessing. A pathway to give to you To give you the help to walk worthy, to give you the help to climb this ladder. You may mm -hmm. fall down some rungs. You may, you may go up some rungs. You may go down some rungs. But to give you to, to 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 point you to the reality that it's about this ladder of divine ascent, not about amassing all the stuff that your brother wanted to amass. Mm -hmm. Which he then went on to amass later. Yeah, you still amassed, but that's not the purpose of life. Mm.
And so it mirrors it 100% because white folks don't give a shit about America and the opportunities in America. The only reason they care now is because somebody else getting them. My white folks have had all the advantages that they could think of. Homestead Act, just go out here and get free land. All kind of crap. How in the hell are you still hurting? Like they said, white folks came to this country for the promise of riches, for the promise of, forget religious freedom, it was the promise of wealth, power, the promise of free land and free labor. If you came to a country, you, however, whenever your family came to a country on the basis of free land and free labor and you didn't figure out how the fuck to make it, that's your problem. It's because you weren't interested in quote unquote making it. So that, that I, I feel like gets a little too quickly into the you know the argument about bootstraps and it does and, it does it does it I'm does not, but I'm but, it does, but it turns it on its head it turns it on its head because you're talking about bootstraps to a people who have had who have been given old decrepit worn mm -hmm. out boots when those who had new boots couldn't pull up themselves by them bootstraps if we so if we take it that next step yes right i if that if this if turning the bootstrap metaphor on its head is a stepping stone towards towards a deeper oh, illogical okay all right all right so it's I, gotta be. It's gotta was, be. I, I felt like we were landing on this like bootstrap thing for a second and that's fine it, if that that's to show the absurdity of the argument just as a whole yeah right. okay i'm with yeah, you yeah. oh yeah definitely definitely because it's like if you believe in that why the hell are y'all white folks complaining Pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. Y'all had bootstraps. Y'all had a hell of a head start. But we don't. We we don't. We talked about this before. We don't believe in that. We don't believe in I anything, know. right? Like we sold our birthright. We we right. we have given yeah. up on any sort of ideal of democracy. We've given up on 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 like living into anything other larger than ourselves. There you go. That's that's why I say it mirrors it one hundred percent. America has long given up on the on the birthright of democracy, of freedom, of liberty, of justice. White folks have given up on America. What is it? So atheist is if you don't believe in God. What is it if you don't believe in anything? But ain't that agnostic? Ain't that what it means to be agnostic? Well, that's like I think agnostic. You don't believe in like, there's no knowledge. You, oh right. Well, I guess so. We can redefine that. I don't know. I have to look that up later. But it, I mean, etymologically. Right, right. Agnostic would mean no knowledge. Agnostic, right. No, without, yeah. Anyway. That there is no knowing. We don't believe in anything. Man, we believe in whatever believe works. In That's what we believe in. That's what our society believes in. And justifies the means. That's what we believe in. Whatever works. As I, long as I, I get mine. That's the conclusion of the practical theological analysis of the American society. All right. Don't tell Whatever me what works. you believe, but I'm going to look at what you, I'm going to look at what you're doing and how you're living and, and discern your beliefs from that. And it turns that's what out the word says. We don't, we don't believe in Jack. That, that, that's what the word says. I could have swore that's what the word said. Somewhere. I thought that's somewhere. what the word said. Show me somewhere it, show said me that. Faith without deeds. You know? I could have sworn that's what it said.
Ain't that what it's I need it. I need another step. I I need. I want. I want another step, right? So we had the stepping stone of 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 turning the bootstrap metaphor on its head, and and to this 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 place of of unbelief, of agnosticism, of 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 life without belief in anything other than us in the moment and and what's going on, and and I get mine. I need. I I long for another step. I long for a next. Man, I don't think the next step is coming, brother. Am I grasping for hope? What am I grasping for? Um, straws. Straws. The little white I thing. No, I don't think no next step is coming, brother. I don't know what 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 next step would possibly come. You know. I don't know. I'm well, like we're trying to run a show that's going to go for years, has gone for years, and 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 maybe maybe this is just one one sermon, right? Everybody's got every every pastor, preacher, priest has got one sermon, maybe two, right? And maybe we've been doing we've been doing this for so long, all we got is one, like repent, like like what else are we gonna I say? Mean, like, what, what, what else again, is right? there? Like, what, what else do you what want else, to do? What what repent. what else is there, man? And it's like if we don't. And, and, and this is why I'm like, oh, it's time for me to withdraw from society because white folks don't want to repent. White folks are, are like, the writing is on the wall. It's like when, when you realize that there is nothing else to realize to, except that you are wrong, that this shit is not right, that whatever you may think, it's not manifesting what you say you believe. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, you think that there's no racism. You think that in um, systemic racism is not a part of the policing system. You think that, you know, racial animus is not a part of all the disparities. Okay, okay, you think that, okay. At the end of the day, we are not creating a more perfect union. You know, I feel, I feel convicted by my own longing, right? Like, what else am I looking for? Like, what what more do we need? How in the world could I sit here and ask for more? Is, give us a sign, right? Like, gi give me give me something more. Like, what do you mean more? What why you, you know you your your ancestors had the prophets. Like, um, we've been telling you this for for generation for millennium, uh -huh. and I'm sitting here saying, well, I just I want a little bit more to help convince us or to help us move, like. I mean, what else do we need? If 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 it if it hasn't worked with all of this for all these years, then ain't nothing gonna work. And therein lies the question, right? Like, oh, what else do white folk really need to repent? Right? And it's black folk too, because I'm like, I was telling Sonia last night, I was like, the problem with black folk is black folks still inherently put their faith and hope in whiteness. Hmm. After all we have seen. Like all of black America should be going for a gun or self-defense classes or something right now. Cause we have seen that white folks, when stuff gets like this, white folks start killing black folks with impunity. That's just what happens. Mm -hmm. We've seen it time and again. And black folk wanna, because we wanna keep our head in the sand, black folk will say, well, that was so long ago. 
but you see the writing on the wall. You see that shit happening again. And you're still like, that was so long ago? Really? Really? That's where we're going. It was, it was less long ago than the last global pandemic. You know what I mean? But we want to believe, and, 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 and it sounds noble, we want to believe in the goodness of white folks. It sounds noble, but it's not for noble purpose. It's All because, exactly. Anybody saying you can't believe in the goodness of white folks, but white folks got to figure that shit out. Jacob had to leave his murderous brother until his brother calmed down. Like, and then he, when he was coming back, he was still like, and this is why he's wrestling with God. You got to understand the context of Jacob wrestling with God. This is why he's wrestling with God, because here it is. When I left this murderous brother, when I fled, you sent me out into the wilderness, into this desolate land, and I laid on this rock. And you showed me that this place was not a place of desolation, but that you indeed are here, that you are with me, that your presence is not confined to my land and everything that I thought I knew. You told me you were going to bless me beyond measure. And I listened to you. And I stepped out on faith, Lord. And sure enough, as soon as I walked away, you showed me Rachel. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. You mean that this is going to be part of my promise? I'm going to start fulfilling the promise and build this, this family and this beloved community with this woman? Oh, hell yeah, let's do it. And I followed you, Lord, and I went and did this shit. And no sooner did I agree, because I ain't had no money, so I had to agree to work for this man. I couldn't give him a dowry, so my dowry was my service. And I served this man for seven years for his daughter, and then he betrayed me. I had to serve this man seven more years for the daughter that I really wanted. And then I had to serve him six more years to get some damn land. Because I couldn't take his daughter until she had children. Because that's the custom back then. Until she had children, until she conceived, she remained in her father's household. And I guess I understand that because women were property in those days. And so if she didn't have children, you might want to give her back because she ain't worth nothing to you if she ain't got no children. So she don't leave the father's home until she bears children. Uh, yeah, that's a whole nother issue we got to. I know, I know. Right there. I, I didn't yeah, make I the story. Yeah, I didn't write on. the history. Right. I'm uh -huh. just interpreting it. And so, you know, here it is now, you know, she got children, but it takes six more years. So I done served all this time. And I had to run from Laban. Laban tried to chase me down to kill me because I got the better of him. When he tried to get the better of me all these years, I finally got the better of him. And now he wants to chase me down and kill me. And all I'm doing is following you, Lord. And here it is. Now I'm going to go back to my homeland. You told me to go back to my homeland where there's a man who wanted to kill me. I will not let you go until you bless me. You told me I was going to be blessed. I ain't seen this damn blessing yet. I may have stuff, but I am still on the run. Mm. And so he wrestles with the Lord. But by the grace of God, his brother had calmed down. And that hate that was in him had dissipated. Such that he no longer wanted to kill his brother. And absence was, was the only thing that did that for Esau? 
by the biblical story, that's all we can sell. If we if we watch the biblical story, if we pay attention to the biblical story, that's the only evidence we got. I wonder if you saw a diary over those those years. Like you what? know, even when we read Josephus, that's all we got. How did how did how did that transition? How did that change of heart take place? More than likely because some shit happened to him. He went through some shit that 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 he realized that life was more than stuff, material well, yeah, gain. I got to check the midrash on Esau. Yeah. See what they think. What's it what's it going to take? Is it is it really total separation? Is it oh man. Man, I don't see no other way. I don't see no I other guess, way, bro. But what so what I'm What's strange to me is right like i i mean i get worried when things become clear to me right like i, I get i get concerned when like things seem obvious and apparent um why is why is it that the theology feels more straightforward than the implementation right why is it that that the understanding of repentance and and the the parallelisms to esau and jacob and the and the and the call to 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 wrestle for blessing and the and the demand to you know let go of the hatred for and the and the lust for my brother's blood and all I mean, all of that seems clearer and yet the implementation I, I don't know the implementation seems messy and challenging but i mean i thought that would have been the easier part <laughs> i don't know one would think one would hope I'm not, you know, I'm not a, a sociologist. I'm not a political theorist. I'm not an economist. I, you know, I'm not any of those things. I feel like I can, I, I, I'm getting here, and and I'm, we're, I'm not even bringing a whole lot of people with me, right? Like, like we're we're getting to this place, you and me, right? Um, right. I mean, do I need to stop before I even worry about the implementation? Do I need to like let me let let me at least hold I'll hold off on how I'm going to implement this and turn around, and and figure out how to how to get a whole bunch of other people to come with. I mean, yeah, in some sense, in some sense, yeah, but in some sense, no. You know what I mean? Like. Can't just stop while people are dying, and just be like, "Oh, I'm, all I'm going to worry about is the theology of this." Uh, we'll do police. I mean, you can't. Just, not, not even that people are dying. You can't just stop on your own personal growth, on your own personal evolution. You got to live your it. Own, on your own ascent on 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 the ladder. I got to live something. I got to live some way while I am while I am figuring out bringing people along and how we implement this. I, I am living in some manner. And so, you know, it's at, like, at I gotta, I, I have to figure out how to embrace the beloved community. If I'm ever going to be able to effectively convey embracing the beloved community. Cause the hardest thing to do is to look ourselves in the face, look ourselves in the eye and see ourselves as we truly are. That's white fragility right there in a nutshell. You know, 
um, the countervailing black rage is I know who I am and the world won't let me change. I want to be different from who I am. Um, or the world won't even let you be who you are. Right. Right. I got to be someone else. You can't celebrate who you are and you can't become who you want to be. You can only be this thing that whiteness has created, supposedly, ostensibly. Like that's the space that culture gives you. Yeah. You I mean, look at it from, from the church perspective, right? From my own encounter with the church, who I want to be is a person that in my ministry is a person that um, helps liberate people from white supremacist thought, white supremacist faith. Mm-hmm. The church won't let me be that because the church ain't, the church don't want to talk about what, you know what I mean? Like there's no place for that in the church. And, and the way that you have to talk about that, especially as a black man, you can't be subservient and talking about the problems of white supremacy. You know what I mean? That's just like oxymoronic. You know what I mean? Like, what, 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 what are we really doing if I'm talking about um, white supremacy and I'm afraid to confront it? I'm proving the point. All I'm doing is reinforcing the narrative. Um, and so myself, the best self that I represent, my soul, is now welcome in the Episcopal Church. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and there's that rage, right? Because who you are, you cannot be. Not because, not because it's, it's violated any... Um, rules of the gospel, let's say, as, as Christian people, not because it's violated any of the ways of the gospel, but because it's violated our social mores, mm-hmm. which are not sacred. Right, right. Well, and, and, and in fact, the social mores in this case are, are exactly counter to the call of the gospel, right? To be more deeply, more fully who God has, has made you to be. And this is why, you know, th- th- that's, it, that's exhibit A in terms of the heresy of the church, right? So the, like many of the very people who will champion the slogan, the, the Episcopal Church welcomes you, have made it clear that I am not welcome. You know, many of the people who would say, come as you are, you know, the church doesn't reject anyone, blah, 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 you know, are the very same ones who have told me that there's no place for me in the church. Mm-hmm. Well, when, when who you are reveals too much about who I am, when who you are, you know, redefines the, the mythology that I've told myself for generations about who I am and who we are. Like, Man, it's it's the funniest thing. It's the strangest thing. I mean, here it is. And it's white liberals, because white liberals run the church. It's white liberals who cast me out. But Bishop Love is able to remain. 
Well, you know, it almost people who support his perspective are able to remain. Well, and and it goes so it goes back to to something we were talking about earlier about about getting mine right. Like, like I can I can welcome you. I can I can be with you. I can I can support you and encourage you, if if you don't get in the way of of what is mine and what I believe to be mine or what I want for me. Right. And if, and if, if I want to avoid all that responsibility, if I want to avoid looking myself in the eye, if I want to avoid looking my own history, if I want to avoid admitting that white supremacy has shaped my faith, my faith, my worship, my Eucharist, right. If I want to avoid, I want to, I want to maintain what I have. And if Mm -hmm. you are calling that into question, you are challenging that you are, you are confronting uh, uh, and creating a different reality then I no longer have what's mine. And, and, and what is primary to me is not truth. What is primary to me is what's mine mm-hmm. and keeping and getting, and which goes mm-hmm. right back to what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. In, in, indeed. In, indeed. And so, you know, There's a lot, there's a lot of ground to cover in this becoming beloved community, brother. You know, it's like we are ill-equipped for it. So here, yes, we are ill-equipped for it. And you know what? Like in some ways, it it's insane and it's incredible because this is this this is a gift for me this morning a gift to me this morning right when i when i in my in my sin was longing for more yet this is what i think we have been gifted with right like the possibility the the demonstration that when a reality and a mythology can be challenged and we're not the first people to highlight this right so many people have come before us so many saints known and unknown have come before us to be able to demonstrate that, that this mythology can be challenged. And yet here you and I are in the midst of having torn down at least some of these constructs of white supremacy, having challenged and, and destroyed and, and upended at least some, a little bit, a few maybe, maybe more, but just some of the, of the evil of this white supremacy. And here you and I are in love in, in one of the closest things that I have ever seen to beloved community, that it is possible that, that here we are in the midst of relationship in a, in a certain respect, Jacob and Esau, having found some common some ground. Embrace. Yeah. I mean, I believe it works by God's grace. We have our, our love as, as, as witness, you know, um shit by god's grace because if not for it i'd have no hope like this shit can't ever work like forget this and yet here it is here it is working like it can never work yet here it is so so your psychosis is part i mean my psychosis is part your fault Mm -hmm. because because if 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 you would just screw up this relationship already I could just lose all hope in white folks and just be done with it, you know? Like, <laughs> but every time I want to say this shit is for the birds, I remember my best friend is white. Like, oh, I forgot he was white. Right. <laughs> oh, man. 
So it is, it is 100%. That's why you preaching my funeral, because it is yeah. 100% your fault. <laughs> a long, long time. A long, long time. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, that is, I mean, I joke about it, but that is, that is the thing and the hope, right? Like, once we come to a place where we can be honest, um, where both white fragility and black rage can be expressed mm-hmm. and, and held in the balance um, and not ridiculed for being extant, um, that there can be healing. And and I want to I want to say to whoever's still listening at this point, right? Like like on the one hand, I ho- you and I hold out this this deep and loving long term relationship, and maybe there are folks out there who say, well, I, like I don't have that. I don't have that demonstration. I can kind of believe you, but I haven't seen it in my own life. But you know what? Like we have. There have been glimpses. Anybody who has has taken a step in the direction of of undoing white supremacy, who has taken one step in the direction of challenging the mythology of their family of origin or of their own culture of of all of that, and is still here and is still in relationship, right? That's the glimpse of the kingdom of heaven, right? That's the glimpse of beloved community, right? That's, That's the glimpse of now that I've held him in my arms, I can see the salvation that is coming, right? Like I've got just this one this one little sliver of light that has broken in and it may not it may not continue it may only be for a moment it may be a flash and yet anybody who has had that moment of taking a step and the world has not fallen apart and in fact you've taken a step and and some ray of light some bit of hope some touch of of love and grace has just been present in that moment like that's that's the proof too. That's the grace too that's been visited. That's that's not just you and me long-term relationship, but that's the hope that so many of us have actually experienced. That maybe Amen. we can hold on. Amen. Amen. You know, it's just about the courage to to enter into it. You know. Yeah. Um, to trust despite all evidence to the contrary. Um, that it can indeed work out. What is it? Faith is the evidence of things hoped for. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and, and 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 the substance of things not seen. You know, that now we don't see any reason why this is going to work out. Um, but for the sake of faithful living, we know it shall. You know, mm-hmm. by the grace of faithful living. Yeah. By the grace which is found, rather, through faithful living, that is accessed um, through faithful living, um, that we indeed shall overcome. See, now you got me on a roll, because because the grace that is poured out, that is lavished, that is abundant, um, that the whole yeah in these moments my own hope goes barely beyond just a step or two and yet the the faith of our foremothers and forefathers the faith of the ancestors the faith of the saints that have come before us was wasn't just about these drips and and the and the and the little pieces the 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 bits it was about abundance that 
that not just a moment of light and love is possible as proof of things yet unseen as a promise of the future, but, but that so much more is actually possible. I don't believe it most of the time myself. And yet yeah. I, cling to, I cling to it in these moments right Amen. now. I will cling to it. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to racial heresy. Be sure to visit our website, racialheresy.com to post your questions, comments, and feedback and to share your own stories of life as a racial heretic. Want to hear more? You can find past episodes of Racial Heresy on iTunes and the Racial Heresy website. Want to hear even more? Invite Racial Heresy to speak at your conference, council, church, training, or event. Email us at ebonyandivory at racialheresy.com or visit our website for information on speaking engagements.